0: Welcome back to Burning the Disco Down, I'm Kaya, and I'm Aspen. Welcome
1: back to Burning the Disco Down. <laughs> <laughs> we are once again unwell, no one's surprised.
0: I feel like I'm sick every single time we record, and it's because I never get better. I'm just always sick. So if yeah. I, my stuffy nose annoys it's never you. it's like an
1: actual illness, it's just like.
0: It's literally, I always just have a stuffy nose, Always and i think yeah. it's literally just from exhaustion and like running myself dry and never sleeping but it's fine
1: at least now you, we like don't have to go do stuff for a very yeah long i
0: can time. sleep for a couple days yeah,
1: um so we can take a rest
0: yeah this See. week we have a lot to discuss this is going to be a long Ugh. episode so buckle up buckle in get your snack get your drink get turn up your radio in your car put your airpods in
1: how many other things can we list in this scenario? <laughs> I should Drink some, some water, talking because- <laughs> sit back, relax. <laughs> Except probably enjoy not, the because show. This will probably trigger trigger warning, Ticketmaster.
0: Yeah, and enjoy the show that is the biggest shit show in history. Yeah, but first, thing. we have something lighthearted to kick us off and something happy before we <sighs> do go good- into the sadness. I completely forgot. I was like, what? I was like, what are you <laughs> talking about? <laughs>
1: Harry Um, Styles
0: is free! Harry Styles is a single man. He's no longer dating Olivia Wilde. We can all
1: rest. We've survived the last two years.
0: (laughs) And now... I never
1: thought this day would come. And now he's a free man. He also has... We're recording this on Sunday, and he also has his first show of the South America leg tonight, so it's very interesting to see how that will go now that he's single
0: yeah what's gonna be different
1: i don't know i feel like he's gonna be like really off his off his rocker today
0: true it it was funny like all the videos on tiktok and twitter of olivia Wilde at the last her last show basically and she was like Mm -hmm. sobbing i guess and everyone was like why is she crying and then the news broke for me news that was like olivia Wilde and hairstyles have broken up it's like oh that's why
1: yeah i feel like he's gonna be wild in tonight
0: I'm excited. It's be a good show. He's probably just going to go on stage naked.
1: Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's going to be. It's going to be. <laughs> it's going to be whore on whore on tour. It's <laughs> a love on tour. No. <laughs> I'm
0: just kidding. I wish I was at that show. Or am I? Nor no, literally. Like we'll South am- find out. South america's about to win. I fear. Yeah, they literally win. Kind of yeah. a weird timeline that the second he leaves the U.S., I thought that they yeah, break up. I thought
1: I thought that we would well, yeah, that. But then I also thought we would have a little bit more time before. I didn't realize how soon after the U.S. tour feel yeah, like is the he South okay? American leg was coming, and I thought we had more of a rest time for my mental health. But I guess yeah, not. I don't think he's because the first show is literally tonight. But I'm excited for them because he hasn't been there in like years, so
0: that's good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's dive into the thing that has caused me (laughs) panic attacks, you know, sobbing, laughing, happy, anxiety, angry, every emotion I could possibly have in like literally three days. So hell on earth. Literally. (laughs) Ticketmaster will burn. That's going to
1: be the title of this episode. Hell on earth. Hell on earth. Ticketmaster.
0: Ticketmaster. (laughs) i I thought we were
1: done with the Ticketmaster episodes after the harry styles debacle but i guess not
0: and this is so much worse so So much worse (laughs) okay so
1: we're terry was a harry was a breeze compared to this yeah
0: harry was like how it was supposed to work compared to this we got
1: too many harry styles tickets that we knew what to do with yeah selling them to all my friends
0: yeah so we'll just kind of go through the Mm -hmm. timeline of what happened just in case you missed anything because i know it is pretty confusing like when i was going through all of this i was like wow i didn't know that i didn't know that so yeah um so kaya and Take i went into this pretty um excited <laughs> a little right. nervous we were but we're like no you we're, know, we're pretty what we're, confident yeah we're like we're gonna get tickets no matter what like it's gonna be fine we're gonna go to this right. show this show this show this show this show like we literally were like we're gonna go to like six shows um, and we had all the codes, everything. Okay, let's just go into this. So on November 1st, Taylor announced her tour. She was going to tour 27 stadiums. And November, November 15th was the verified fan presale and the Capital One presale. And then November 18th was the general sale. So if you don't know, in order to get verified fan, you sign up for her presale. And you are emailed if you got chosen. And then you're and texted a code. A yeah.
1: They just draw your name from a hat.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Um, so and then you your go. code gets you into the sale, pretty much.
1: So why they call it verified fan presale? sale The world may never know.
0: Yeah, so it's like it's they literally just, a lottery. You could be anyone in the world. You might not not even verified, be a You're not verified,
1: and you might not even be a fan. Right?
0: And that's what our whole Harry Styles episode was about. So if you're confused about that more, go listen to that episode. Yeah, true. Um, and then November <laughs> 3rd, fans got an email from taylor nation saying as a thank you for your contribution to this to a historic week we'd like to boost your place in line for the taylor swift eras tour um so if they bought merch during a certain period of time you get boosted which kai and i both both did yeah it
1: it was like (coughs) merch or like the album like buying the album yeah
0: so just like buying anything from her store
1: yeah from the store
0: um and then also keywords keywords
1: in that keywords in that um Boost your place in line.
0: Yeah, boost your place in the line. And then also right. fans with Loverfest tickets were told that they would get boosted because of that. That was literally in the fine print on the Ticketmaster or Taylor Swift Ticks pre sale power fi- powered by verified fan website. Yeah. Um which that was me. Hello. Yes, I had correct. two shows. So I, I had four Loverfest tickets under my same email that I got. Um, November fourth, she added eight more shows to the tour. And then November 9th, the pre sale registration ended. And at that time, three point five million people had registered for her pre sale, which is the largest in history. Um of and then November eleventh, seventeen more shows were added. And then right. we were told yeah. So 17- mm, okay, so she started out with twenty seven and then she added what, eight plus seventeen. So she like pretty much doubled her tour. Yeah. Um and then we were told that since the pre-sale registr- registration had already ended, we could use our code for, like, the n- same night. So if you got a Denver Night 1 pre-sale code, you could also use that for Denver Night 2 since Denver Night 2 was added.
1: Yeah. Like, after a pre was closed.
0: Then, November 14th, the codes went out. And this is where everything started yes. to crumble around us because they told us if you had the boost from Taylor Nation and Loverfest Fest you would get a code because you know you're boosted
1: well they never said they would never they never said you would get a code they just had to be boosted online yeah but they never explicitly said i'm looping back to the popsy the pepsi documentary they never <laughs> explicitly said yeah <laughs> i learned so much from the documentary but they never like explicitly said that you would get a code and then apparently also in the fine print of that boost i don't know if it was in the boost email or on ticketmaster but in the fine print it said that you were boosted to get a code like it was yeah. a boost to get the code and not actually a boost in line even though yeah. the email that we got from taylor nation was like boost, boost your spot your in, line. in line
0: yeah right. but then a bunch of people who had lover tickets and who had that email from taylor nation didn't get a code um yeah so that's where everything was like wait what um yeah okay um then november 15th aka i will remember this day for the rest of my life because it was literally horrible um, right. the verified fan presale started and my code was for Chicago. I had
1: Denver. So I was like after Aspen had to go, I yeah. was like the third presale to go.
0: Yeah. So we, okay. So I'll tell you our personal experience. So it started out at 8:30 AM our mountain standard time because I was trying for Chicago, which is 9 AM mountain standard time. So I log on at 8:30 when you can get into the waiting room. I get in the waiting room. It's loading, it's loading, it's loading. I get into the queue. It says 2,000-plus people. Um, I sit in that without the little person moving for one hour. And then it's time for Glendale. Mind
1: you, but also, mind you, by the time that Aspen had entered the queue for Chicago, the East Coast had already happened. So, like, we already knew that there was, like, so many problems with, like, codes. Like, people's codes weren't working. Yeah. Um... Like, they had told us that we could use those codes for the 17 additional dates, and they weren't letting people do that. Like, their pre-sale verified fan codes weren't working. Like, everything wasn't working.
0: Yeah. So, I was just waiting in the queue, and I'm, like, seeing all this drama, and I'm, like, okay, great. So, is my code going to work, or is it not? Yeah. Um, so, then I'm waiting, and then we go on to the Glendale one. So, one of our friends who we were buying tickets with got um, night one. In Arizona, so Glendale, yeah, Glendale. Um, and that one was powered by SeatGeek, not Ticketmaster. So when you signed up for that, you would go to the Ticketmaster, or sorry, the SeatGeek site, and go through there. So we got in. We're on FaceTime with him. He gets in. Literally gets in, gets his tickets, gets out.
1: No, he literally just gets in, gets the
0: tickets, and gets out. Like that's it. Like it was so fast. It was so easy. We got great seats. We were literally crying. Like, we were so happy. Aspen didn't like, even realize. <laughs> no, I didn't even realize where our seats were until probably, like, three days ago. Because no, it was such a whirlwind. Like- <laughs> I was like, wait, 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 wait. We're on the floor. <laughs> like, I And, like, I was crying when he got the tickets because I was so happy. I didn't even know where the seats were until, no, like, three days ago. we were just like, ago. thank God we're going. Because at that yeah. point, like,
1: because the Glendale presale was, like, with the Colorado one. So it was like mountain time basically so it was after east coast had went after central time so at this point we already knew that like everything was a shit show denver like the queue the queue started and the second we ended up in the queue it was paused like there was not even like i got myself into the queue and then it was immediately paused and this is at 10 a.m our time yeah
0: and so i had i was trying for two of my friends because they were at work so i had my computer on chicago still my laptop on denver night one and then my phone on denver night two um trying for other people because I'm so nice <laughs> and so the second I got onto Denver right. it paused and then I look at Chicago and the second I get onto Chicago it paused or I look at Chicago and it had been paused so I was like yeah. okay great so now everything's paused so then they find then out, they
1: put out they put out a statement yeah saying that it was paused because of glitches like and more people had signed on than they originally anticipated so they had to pause it to fix the problems
0: and there's a rumor going around, I don't know, I couldn't find this if this was true in all my research, but that they hadn't coded the system where the pre-sale codes worked to get in, which I think is true because a lot of people saw that problem. So
1: basically they send out more codes and they and just people actually show up. I think they send out like 60% more codes than they need because they whatever statistics they're using say that only 40% of people with codes show up, Which did not happen for Taylor Swift. Like, every single person showed up for those tickets. Plus people that weren't even on Verified Fan. Like, they had 14 million people sign on for this pre-sale. And I think, like, what, 2 million people had codes? 3 million people had codes? And all of those people showed up, too. So there's, like, an aggressively large amount of people in this queue that aren't supposed to be there. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay, so then... We're in all these queues. I have Chicago, two nights of Denver. Kaya has Denver. We're going I have, through. I have two nights of Denver up. I have one night of Denver up on my laptop
1: and one on my phone.
0: Yeah. So I had to my... go to work.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> drove. Friends... I drove. No. I drove 30 minutes to work with my <laughs> laptop open on my hotspot in my passenger seat of my car so I wouldn't lose my spot.
0: The things we did for this. By this time, it was like, what? Like, 1030? So, this was no, my No, at hour... this point... I was in like,
1: it was lunchtime. My lunch was at noon. I had to okay. leave it at one third or 1130. So it had already so been an I was hour on and a
0: half. I, my computer was on hour four going. Right. And I literally for just Chicago. sat around all day. Yeah. Um, then our friend Rachel texted us and was like, I literally just refreshed the page. It let me into the queue and I bought tickets to Denver. And I was like, what on earth? So I was like, you know what? I don't care about Chicago as much as I care about Denver. So I'm going to like risk that one. And also I've been waiting for like ever So I didn't refresh my page, but I took my mom's phone. I went back into the queue for Chicago, did everything. It let me into the site. I typed in my code. I pressed the tickets that I wanted. I got them in my cart. Everything went through. I pressed purchase and accept. And then it took me back to the front of the queue so there must have been some weird glitch where it let certain people in and bought tickets and like the second i pressed purchase like the glitch got fixed or something because i was so close i was in i could see how much everything was i could see what people had bought everything while my same account on my computer was just still in the queue and then i exited out of that and my one on my computer just kept going so that was definitely a glitch yeah, um, for sure. A really frustrating one because I literally and I was driving. I, I was
1: driving when Rachel sent that text, yeah. and I was like, yeah. "I was like, no,
0: I need to re-enter the queue." But I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> in the it was car. horrible." And then I was like crying because I was like, "I just lost these tickets that I had, and they were so they were like two hundred fifty dollars floor seats. Like it was insane." Yeah. So then, we I got to my work through, lunch with my laptop. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Then I drove
1: back to the office, also with my laptop still in my car, my hotspot. <laughs> so what? The, time the did queue we started through? moving. The queue started moving once I got to lunch at noon. Okay. when it started moving. So two so hours later. Because I later, sat with my laptop open just in case it moved too quickly, but it moved so slow. Yeah. So then. So slow. Did you? I think you got in first, or did I? I got in first. I finally got okay. back to the office. I finally showed back up to the office. Um, my boss had scheduled me a conference room so that i could buy the tickets in peace.
0: iconic um at this
1: point they also had already postponed the capital one sale to the next day because of everything that had happened too.
0: yeah so pushed it back a few minutes before 2 p.m west coast time like literally probably like six minutes before the sh- pre-sale was about to start they released a statement saying that they've never had this much like people on the website before blah blah yeah. blah the capital one pre-sale was supposed to be at 2 p.m local venue time but by 2 p.m local venue time in chicago i was still in the queue for the Same. pre-sale so like Same. they had to push it back because people hadn't even gotten in yet so yeah so they pushed yeah.
1: they pushed la back to um like they pushed west coast back and then they also pushed back capital one to the next day because of how bad everything was so i don't think i got in so my computer the whole time was, like, the number was going down faster on my laptop. But all of a sudden, the bar started moving faster on my phone. And I was, like, but my phone still said 2,000-plus people are in front of you. And then my computer was, like, 1,500 or something like it. With The computer was moving faster, like, numerically. But the little man in the bar was moving faster on my phone. So I was, like, I think I'm going to end up getting faster on my phone. I got into my phone first, and I, like, started trying – I kept getting error messages, not because, like, fans had taken the tickets. It just wouldn't let me buy any.
0: Let me read you Which the error happened. message. Trigger warning. As to say, this is what happened to you, too, right? When yeah, literally. Yeah. Trigger warning. Unfortunately, we are unable to complete the request on this device. Please make sure you are signed into your Ticketmaster account and try again or come back later. And it's like, duh, we're signed in. We're in our account. And no, we're not going to come back later. That's the most frustrating no. message I've ever seen in my entire life. So oh my I, got God. That,
1: um, I got that one on my phone, and I was like, you know what? After I got it, like, six or seven times on my phone, I was like, I'm just going to let it sit here for a second, and I'll try mm-hmm. again in a few minutes because my computer had started getting into the into the actual, like, ticket purchasing map. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, okay, I'll just try on my laptop, and then I'll come back to my phone after the laptop is done because I just, like, can't do this anymore. On that tiny little phone screen, I was like, I literally oh, can't it's do this so anymore. so So at this point, I was trying to get tickets for me aspen and our moms for either a denver night that's why i had both up because i was like at this point like whatever we can get our tickets to is the one that we'll take our moms to so on my laptop i got in finally after my phone was already in the laptop i think i got the message like two or three times but it was a lot easier to maneuver because i was on my laptop and eventually somehow some way, no, s- I ended up getting glitch. four tickets. Yeah, I ended up getting four tickets. I think it was because I had gotten into the map after they had fixed that pop up glitch. Yeah, like I think it took so long because like those people were getting booted out so many times, and then I ended up showing up. And, and people that got, got that glitch,
0: fixed. like they probably just exited out and they're like, Oh, I'll just make sure I'm signed in. Like people that aren't like us that are like not psychopaths, yeah, they're like, yeah, Then you're right. screwed because <laughs> you go back to the front of the queue that you just waited three hours in, exactly.
1: Exactly, so, so I got the four on my laptop, and I just let the rat- laptop rest, and I was like, okay, I'll just try to get two for the other Denver night, like, just so we can go, Like yeah. I was like, I'll just try for nosebleeds, because they got, that was the point where they were starting to get super expensive, Yeah. so I went on my phone, and I was like, but I kept getting that message over and over, I started a meeting, I was in a meeting, a full yeah. team meeting, and I'm just sitting there, like, trying to get two tickets to the show, Yeah. Literally. and everyone was like, hey, have you gotten tickets yet, and I was like, yeah, but I'm not done! are
0: like, hang on! <laughs> I was like I'm trying i have been to do this all day <laughs> literally all day um yeah so while this was happening was on my phone yes while this was happening my computer finally let me into Chicago on my phone I took a screenshot of the <laughs> I finally got let in it was 2 19 p.m and I logged on at 8 a.m so you can do that math because I can't right now um right. <laughs> I sat in front of my computer for Chicago for that long got in I sat there for probably 30 minutes clicking different seats and each time it would just give me that stupid, unfortunately, we are unable Mm -hmm. to complete the request on this device. I tried for so long, probably like 40 minutes, just clicking, clicking, clicking while Denver was still loading. Uh, And then finally, it just logged me out and sent me back to the front of the queue for Chicago. And so I was like, you know what? Mm -hmm. I'm just going to cry and everything. It's going to be fine one day. But right now it's not. So I was crying. I knew it was bad.
1: I knew it was bad because I facetimed FaceTimed Aspen when I got the tickets for us and our moms. And I was like, I finally got through. We have tickets. Oh my God. Okay. They're not nosebleeds, but they're not lower bowl. Like they're right in between both. Like I was like, we're there. It's fine. We have tickets. And I was just like, Aspen was literally just
0: like, no, literally Aspen was just like, okay. And I was was like, like, yeah. Um, I was so emotionally drained at that point because no, you're sitting in front of your computer for like six hours and then you just finally waiting. get let in and it doesn't work and it's not even like another fan beat you to this tickets like that would be better but it was just yeah. literally not working so then I got right. in for Denver um on my computer and same thing happened didn't work got the code like got the error message over and over and at this by this point I was just crying while doing it like I was just like <laughs> sobbing like pressing the button i would have been if i
1: wasn't literally at work in front of all my coworkers (laughs) in a meeting
0: because by this time it was let me see on my computer yeah it was like three o'clock so it was supposed to start at 10 and it was three um so then uh it logged me out and i went back in the queue on my computer my phone was still loading and i got in somehow quick through the queue this time Got in. I pressed the first four tickets that I saw. These aren't even for me. Like, they were for my friends. Um, and I was just crying <laughs> because I was like, I want them to go. And then I pressed checkout, got them. Don't know how. After I'd sat in the queue for 11, 12, 1, 2, 5 hours. And then literally went back yep. to the front of the queue and got in, like, in five minutes. So, mm-hmm. don't know what was going on there. Mm-hmm. The tickets were so cheap for 100 seats they were, like, pretty much No, the... so,
1: mind you, but
0: Aspen and I are, like, further away from <laughs> yeah, the tickets than these that Aspen seats. got for
1: her friends.
0: And they're cheaper. The, I and got, got like, 100 I... level seats for, I think they were, like, 230-something each. And then Kai yeah, got 300 like... level seats for, like, 250-something.
1: Yeah, and I was like, can we switch?
0: <laughs> yeah, literally, I'm like, do you guys mind? <laughs> no, but I gave them to them. <laughs> Um, and then my phone finally got through. I bought six nosebleeds as fast as I possibly could and it worked, but I paid a hundred and fifty something dollars for each ticket. When in other places yeah. they were forty nine dollars for a nosebleed. We're literally the highest up that you can go. A hundred and fifty dollars. Yep. So I don't want to like complain about the fact that we got tickets, but it's just like this, str- like I literally, after I bought those last six, tickets, I was so anxious and I had a panic attack. And like, that is not like normal. After I got those, after I
1: got the two, n- well, I ended up selling my two nosebleeds to a friend of mine who wanted to go and didn't have any because I yeah. had bought six nosebleeds. So we didn't yeah. need the two that I got because yeah. we bought them literally at the exact same time. So we didn't realize the other, like that we, we were just like against. at this
0: point, buy whatever you can get.
1: Yeah, and then we'll just give them to our friends who can't get them. Um, so, yeah, I sold them to one of my, like, really big Taylor Swift friends who um, didn't get tickets. And so I gave them to her. But anyway, at this point, after those were purchased, I, like, closed everything out. And I was like, I don't even care what happens anymore. Like, No, like, we And that's literally yeah. all that I care about. Because I was like, if Taylor Swift is in Denver and we aren't there, like, I will literally... The world will end. Not survive that. Yeah. Um, so, anyway that happened I just was immediately so exhausted yeah Like I was sitting in the office and I was so tired it's literally so emotionally like
0: taxing too because you're it like was okay, so okay I gotta go I gotta go I gotta go and then it's like five more minutes like whatever it's just no literally and like I like I said I'm never gonna complain about the fact that we got tickets but like I literally yeah. fought wars to get these tickets like the emotional like drain like I it was just horrible So, like, I feel like we deserve it, you know, like, at this, like, if I'm gonna have a panic attack, throw up, sob, you're gonna drive to work with your own computer, like, have your own conference, your books. like, we deserve these tickets.
1: My heart goes out to everyone that didn't get tickets, because I know that that's horrible, and it was so shitty, and I, like, it's... It was horrible, and I feel yeah. really bad. But like, I feel awful, but I don't feel guilty.
0: <laughs> no, I feel the same. But also, I like think like those about people it. that are like,
1: I'm guilty, but I feel so guilty of getting tickets because so many people did it. And I was like, Yeah, like, I, no, I don't that feel... so many people didn't get tickets, yeah. but I don't
0: feel guilty. No, I don't feel guilty. But also, I was thinking about it. My personal Ticketmaster account that had four Loverfest tickets on it, all of my reputation boosts, which I don't think counted for this, but it'd be amazing if it did um and then like also the taylor nation boost didn't get tickets so if i didn't have any of my friends like around me that would buy me tickets i wouldn't have got tickets to the show after i bought four lover fest tickets
1: i had the merch and album boosts and so it's just like i just don't think the
0: boosts were real
1: no i don't think they worked for sure
0: like for sure they didn't and like that just makes yeah. me sad. Is like, I had all that going for me, and like, if it wasn't for you or Colin or like any other friends that had codes, I wouldn't be going right now. Like, if I didn't have any friends that like Taylor yeah. Swift, I wouldn't be going. Which is like disgusting. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, you know what? We can try again tomorrow. It's gonna be Capital One. I have my Capital One credit card. Let's go um I had, a, I had a
1: photo shoot for work so yeah. i had to give all of my information to aspen so she could also use my capital one card and my Ticketmaster master account
0: yeah so i had all my accounts set up for the next day um later that night on the 15th that's when like the news started to break that it was like such a mess also mm-hmm. we paid 300 dollars in fees for these tickets like each time mm-hmm. so like where where are those fees going if the website doesn't work? That's what I'm wondering. Right
1: into their pockets. Yeah. Right so into our ticket. the pockets
0: of the Azoff family. Yep. So 40% of our ticket cost was fees. It doesn't even go to Taylor. And you can see what goes to the venue. If you look, click on your ticket, it breaks it down. You can see service charge, venue fee, and then it says, like, some weird word. And that's, like, the biggest percentage of the fees that goes to Ticketmaster. So on November 15th, everyone was, like, tweeting and mad. Um, AOC tweeted daily reminder that Ticketmaster is a monopoly. Its merger with Live Nation should have never been approved. They need to be reined in. Break them up. Right. Um, then on November fifteenth, Taylor posted about the Grammy nominations. This was the same day as the pre-sale. Um, and she said, So many reasons to lose my damn mind today, but all too well ten is the song I'm most proud of out of anything I've written, blah 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 writes this whole thing about all too well ten, which I think the so many reasons to lose my damn mind today is a reference to Ticketmaster. Like I feel like it has to be. Yeah. But beside the point. Um, so then November 16th, I try for the Capo One presale. <laughs> this is where I literally made the biggest mistake of my life or the best mistake of my life. I don't know. Um, I log <laughs> on for Chicago, wait in the queue for hours again, probably, I think it was like an hour and a half in the queue. Um, mm-hmm. And then finally get in. While I'm in that queue, I have to be in the Denver queue. So I'm in the queue for Chicago get in for Chicago while my phone and my mom's computer is doing Denver again. Um, mm-hmm. One on my account, one on Kaya's. I get in. I press two on the first tickets that I saw because I'm like, I'm not going through this again. So I pressed two, bought the first ones that I saw, checked out. It went through and I was like so happy. And then I looked at my receipt and I was like, oh my God, what did I just buy? I thought I bought six tickets. Okay. I bought two. I bought two tickets Please. for $2,000. I spent $2,000 on two tickets. What? And let me just tell you, they're in the back of the floor on the side. They're not front row. Our our like really close tickets were cheaper by seven hundred dollars each. I yeah. So I'm not complaining, but I can't go afford to go to that show, so I will not be attending anymore. Um yeah. So that's really frustrating. Like it doesn't give you a chance to make a decision that you... Like, that's a lot of money. $200, $300. That's a lot of money no, to literally. Send. So the yeah. fact that it won't even give you, like, a second to process what you're about to spend, like, your hard-earned money on is okay. just, like, so frustrating to me. So, yeah. I could talk about this for hours. But... Yeah. So then, November... So Capital One, whatever. We didn't... I didn't get tickets to LA because... um the like error codes kept coming up. So that's what we were trying for is LA and Denver again. Couldn't get into either of them um, with two capital one credit cards going at the same time. So that just shows you. Um, Also for Denver, I was 500 in the queue. I was number 500 and I got in so quick and I didn't get a ticket. They all sold out. Uh. (laughs) Um, Then November 17th, live nation CEO, um, Michael Rapino, whatever his name is, I literally don't care what his name is because he's my enemy, announced that 3.5 million people registered for the verified fan presale and 1.5 million were able to get in. So they sold 2 million tickets, which is the most they've ever sold in one day in history. Um, and he said, Although we regret it was a slowdown in some queues and some error codes for a very short period of time for some fans, we did oh manage to recover. Did you? Because the next day, I did a get also, tickets. Also, very short. Very, yeah, very short amount. Short, I spent 12 hours and 45 minutes in front of my computer total. Disgusting. I hate these people. So
1: Literally. November
0: 17th, Ticketmaster released a blog post telling everyone what went wrong, but they didn't post it on any social media. It was just on their website. So in summary, they were like the huge demand for Taylor's tour and farmed. Wait. They said the huge demand for Taylor's tour informed the artist team decision to add additional dates, doubling the tour and number of tickets available so more fans can make it to more shows. They deleted the blog post. It was, like, this really long blog post. They deleted it, like, a couple hours after it was posted, and then they reposted Mm -hmm. it on November 18th with an apology. And let me just tell you quickly the difference between the two blog posts because there's differences. So someone, like posted the old blog post on twitter so i lined them up side by side and looked at the differences um the old blog post said every ticket was sold to a buyer with verified fan code nobody not even a bot could join a queue without being verified the two million tickets only went to verified fans they changed it to in the new apology which is on their website right now you can read it all two million tickets for the verified fan on sale were sold to verified fans Only ticket buyers who are verified were permitted to enter a queue. Verification is tied to a user's account and validated at login. No, it wasn't. Which is why users only had to log in to enter the queue. Like, no, you had to type in your code after. Okay, the old blog post said less than 5% of tickets for the tour were posted for resale. The new blog post said 90% fewer tickets are posted for resale than typically. Than typical on sale. So the old one says less than five percent of the total tickets are posted for resale, but then I think they saw had to see the numbers. And now it says ninety percent fewer than normal are like sold as resale. So basically all of her tickets are being sold as resale right now because bots got yeah. them. Right. People are Which accusing Ticketmaster that they're colluding with scalpers to inflate site sales and prices, and they've denied that, but Every time someone buys a ticket and resells it for a higher price, Ticketmaster makes a percentage of that money, even if they're reselling on like SeatGeek or something. So the bots and the resellers help Ticketmaster make money.
1: Is that something you learned this morning when you were looking? Yeah. Okay.
0: That's because this is news to me. Yeah, that's from, I can't remember what website, but I didn't make that up. I read it online. So if it's wrong, someone online said that. <laughs> it was, like, Rolling right. Stone or something. so Or, like, it was the Atlantic or something. Um. So then, November 17th, Ticketmaster cancels the general sale due to an extraordinarily high demand on ticketing systems and insufficient remaining ticket inventory to meet that demand. Tomorrow's public on sale for Taylor Swift, the Aeros tour, has been canceled. So that's when we were, like, oh, no.
1: <laughs> like... Because we were like, everyone's last hope was that general sale.
0: Yeah. There and wasn't a lot of
1: hope left, but every last little that piece was of it. hope was put into that general sale.
0: So basically, if you don't have a Capital One credit card or you didn't get chosen for this random lottery to get in, you don't have Taylor Swift tickets right now. But
1: also, the thing is, someone did the math and there were still 700,000 tickets left for this tour. Like right just now, there is. Somewhere. So where yeah. are they?
0: Right. And if you look online at the resale sites, you can get a ticket for twenty four thousand dollars if you want to go. <laughs> like that's just someone's salary. They're but that's absurd. Fine. Like... I looked
1: yesterday. I looked last night while I was laying in bed because when Aspen and I went through our new Capital One card benefits, there's like eight percent cash back at like vivid seats. So I was yeah. like, oh, like maybe they won't be that bad and then we can yeah. just get one on vivid seats and then get the cash back. And I was looking and the nosebleeds are like three hundred and fifty dollars. Which is what we played for our floor seats literally so and that's before fees like that's before the vivid seat fees
0: then yeah it was just a huge disaster taylor finally released a statement on november 18th that was basically just like i'm very protective of my fans you can read this on her on anywhere really if you just look up taylor ticket so taking yeah. her statement um yeah, she said it's truly amazing anymore yeah 2.4 million people got tickets but it really pisses me off that a lot of them feel like they went through several bear attacks to get them which is like funny wording but i just thought that was funny um there are a multitude of reasons why people had such a hard time to get, trying to get tickets and i'm trying to figure out how the situation can be improved moving forward i'm not going to make excuses for anyone because we asked them multiple times if they could handle this kind of demand and we were assured they could so she's like this is Ticketmaster's fault." Um, she said, and to those who didn't get tickets, all I can say is that my hope is to provide more opportunities for us to all get together and sing these songs. So, so basically, she was like, "There's nothing she's doing to resolve this issue now, but, she's but like she working wants to on change something. it moving forward." Yeah. so it's
1: like she's not changing anything about the tour, or like she never made any comment saying that she was going to do anything about it right now. It
0: was, but like, she also didn't say the word Ticketmaster. She used really weird wording for something so i think she's like being held hostage basically like she's probably under so many contracts that she can't say but she did say my hope is to provide more opportunities to get together and sing these songs so i'm wondering if she's going to go through another site or something and add more dates on maybe like after she does international or something um Mm -hmm. that's kind of what i'm thinking right now or she's going to do what people have done in the past and buy all the resale tickets and then sell those That's,
1: like, literally... Buying the resale tickets at this point is, like, the only thing I can think of that she can do that would actually help anything. (laughs) Yeah. Like, adding more dates isn't going to help anything. No. Like, adding more dates, like, yeah, I get it. It'll be, like, you'll be trying to help, but the exact same thing's going to happen again.
0: Yeah. I just... It's weird too because when you go on these resale sites, there's thousands of tickets to each show. No, like like you could sit yeah. anywhere you want in the entire stadium, but just by going to a resale site and clicking what seat you want. Like there's every section open. So I'm like, who got all these tickets? Like it had to be bots.
1: Yeah, it was definitely bots.
0: So yeah. Um then November eighteenth, a little bit of happiness. The Department of Justice is investigating Ticketmaster um they want to focus on whether live nation has abused its power in the live music industry
1: yeah because they're literally a monopoly
0: yeah which Um, is illegal senators had called for this investigation back in march of 2022 yep um joe biden did too yeah joe biden did too joe biden's trying to do something i didn't haven't looked really into this but not specifically with uh, ticketmaster but with fees
1: yeah, it was with Ticketmaster fees, basically.
0: But Yeah, um, but I think it's, like, with all fees. No, 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 yeah, it is. But, like,
1: yeah. but Ticketmaster are the worst. Like, our SeatGeek fees yeah. were, like, fees, but they were fine.
0: Yeah. Um. But, yeah, he announced that before any of this even happened. Yeah, like, this was a long time ago um then ticketmaster released an apology with the new blog that i've been talking about so the old blog had to be deleted off their website and then the new blog with the new wording had been posted and they said we want to apologize to taylor and all of her fans blah 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 blah. stupid i don't apology not accepted mm-hmm. um now i guess we'll just see what will happen but it's interesting when I was looking all this up Ticketmaster has been battling people for literally years which I didn't know like I didn't know they were that bad you know I'll tell you about Pearl Jam let me tell you a little story buckle your seat this is bad okay so Pearl Jam in 1992 was literally the most powerful rock band like at the time like you know how Taylor Swift is now that's how they were They didn't want any more of, like, the price gouging, all the fees, all that kind of stuff for their fans. So they said, like, we're not doing that, basically. In the past, they had, like, lowered their ticket sales so the tickets would have been cheaper with the fees added on. So they're, they're like, no, why are we doing this? Like, this doesn't make sense. Like, we're making less money for, like, our craft and our show when these ticket companies aren't making our money, you know, because they don't want our fans paying a bunch of money. Um, Yeah. So they went back and forth with Ticketmaster – They finally caught a side deal with a promoter for venues that only would charge a $1.75 fee for fans per ticket. So like, perfect, we're just going to go with this. We're not going to go with Ticketmaster. So Ticketmaster basically helps the artist book the venues, which is like, they're like their promoter. So Mm -hmm. Pearl Jam went with somebody else they tried to book all these venues couldn't book a single one the most powerful rock band in the world couldn't book a venue for their tour because ticketmaster had each venue boycott the band and said don't work with them unless they're going through us oh my god so they lost t- uh, pearl jam lost nine million dollars in like 1992 or something which was like a ton of money at the time um so then they filed to basically the justice department what they're doing right now um claiming that Ticketmaster is a monopoly and they're using their power to pressure pressure promoters to not book their band um they try to tour like different venues that weren't affiliated with Ticketmaster and just realized it wasn't possible um it's called the Pearl Jam Bill if you want to look it up but um it would have required ticket brokers and entertainment and sporting events to print the service charges on the ticket So that's what they were trying to pass, is, like, you have to print what the fees are on the ticket. So, like, this is for this, this goes to this, this goes to this, instead of just being, like, service charge, $300, you know? Yeah. Um, Ticketmaster won the battle, and Pearl Jam lost, and then it kind of just, like, went away. Like, they didn't, nothing changed, nothing improved. Like, it was just like that. Um, and then also, Bruce Springsteen, in 2009, um fans paid like hundreds of dollars over what Bruce Springsteen priced the tickets at um, because Ticketmaster directed them to a reseller. I don't really know a lot about this, but I just know Ticketmaster directed them to a reseller. um, And then Bruce Springsteen released a statement saying the abuse of our fans and our trust by Ticketmaster had made us as furious as it has made many of you. Um, And then summer tour of 2022. So literally this past summer, the dynamic ticket prices they like turned on dynamic ticket pricing for his tour and each ticket was over five thousand dollars for his tour. Oh my god. Yeah. So and then um uh Springsteen's manager said that the average ticket price had been two hundred dollars. So where is the five like where's that money going to, you know?
1: The dynamic pricing is like <clears throat> literally the most irritating thing in the entire world to me. It makes me want to die. It's also so I think it's funny. I think it's funny that Taylor didn't mention the pricing at all in her little statement. I know. Like she didn't statement. say anything. And I'm like,
0: so mm. She probably so can't. That... I think it was because she knew. Oh, she definitely knew. Like, I, I think, think she was like, sure. D- yeah, I don't sure. think she can say anything. Like, I think she's being held literally hostage. Because, like, she would have said something. Like, she t- didn't even say the word ticket master. Like, something's going on, you know? I mean, that's just kind of, like.
1: PR-101. Yeah, but her statement energy. was
0: just weird and, like, vague. And I don't know. Something's weird with that. I feel like something's coming. But the reason that Ticketmaster is so powerful is because there's no competition, basically. The only competition that they ever had was Live Nation. And then in 2010, the companies merged together. Um. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, they have competition, like... The thing is, like, there's other ticket sites that you can buy on, like, SeatGeek obviously it has, like, um, contracts with some venues, and then, like, AXS, like, we use AXS pretty frequently over yeah. here, but the thing is, with the Verified Fan pre-sale, they're literally the only company that has a pre-sale system yeah. like that. Yeah, and like, Ticketmaster... even Se- like, even the ones that were through SeatGeek, you still had to sign up for Verified Fan through Ticketmaster. Yeah,
0: yeah. Ticketmaster is the only one verified fan and Ticketmaster is the one that has all the stadium contacts. So for the NFL sports, like when people are like, Taylor Swift is so powerful. Like, yeah, she is. But do you know who's more powerful than Taylor Swift? The NFL. Like, think about how many people go to each football game and think about how many football games there are a year. All that money goes to Ticketmaster. If you're buying a Mm -hmm. ticket for the NFL on SeatGeek, it's being resold from Ticketmaster. So like they have so much power um yeah, they merged together with Live Nation, which is what people are trying to split up right now. That's what the Justice Department is trying to do. Yeah. Um the Live Nation people are the one that brought the dynamic pricing to Ticketmaster. So that was right. never a thing until Live Nation was there. Um their mm-hmm. like explanation for it is that they high price points for front rows allow artists to charge less for nosebleeds which we see is not true because the noseblades literally cost like $300 when the dynamic pricing is on. Um, And it's just
1: crazy because like, I mean, the whole thing with dynamic pricing is that we know that artists can turn it off because Ed Sheeran's turned it off. Harry's turned it off, not for tour, but for like one night only. Yeah. Like every ticket in the venue for one night only is $25 and that's it. Yeah.
0: Was that through Ticketmaster?
1: Yeah. Of course it was. What else would it be through?
0: I don't know. That's what I'm wondering.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they did it through Ticketmaster, but it's one night only, and every single ticket was twenty five dollars. So it's like, I don't know. Like obviously, Ticketmaster is the devil, and like everything that is wrong is wrong with Ticketmaster. But also, like the artist can choose to turn off dynamic pricing. So either Taylor so tried to turn off dynamic pricing and they just didn't, or she yeah. just didn't turn off dynamic pricing. Yeah which at this point I really wouldn't be surprised if she didn't turn off dynamic pricing because at the end of the day you're making money and that's not
0: like... Um, Someone made a good point. I forget who this was because I just like wrote down the quote but they said what Ticketmaster does is it transfers information and money and then makes a horrendous amount of money off of it. They said Mm -hmm. the value of going to a Taylor Swift concert is to see Taylor Swift. The value is not printing the ticket or whatever is facilitating the ticket transaction. So Literally, Ticketmaster is the person in between us and Taylor Swift. So if Taylor Swift was just selling yeah. her tickets to us, we would her money would just go to her. But instead, all of yeah. our money goes to this third party. Um, they said it's amazing that they can make money doing it. They were dominant before the merger, but now with Live Nation, they are even more dominant position because they have the largest concert promoter in the United States. So yeah. Live Nation is the one that does the concerts. They don't yes, do like, Live Nation. NFL Live Nation sports. is the one that
1: has right. Live Nation is the one that has those contracts with venues because they're yeah. like Live Nation venues. Yeah. It's not like Ticketmaster, it's the yeah. Live Nation. Ticketmaster is that does the
0: that. big Ticketmaster is
1: just person. just the selling site. Yeah. Like Ticketmaster. So they're just making a third party selling site.
0: Just from us, probably over a thousand dollars for sitting through hell, basically. <laughs> like Oh, you mean like literally just work. from us? Yeah, just yeah. from us too. Yeah. I thought you felt like the Swifties, and I was like, I think a thousand
1: dollars is very they low. They really make like nineteen. Million. You're really, really yeah. underestimating. Like just
0: the two of us, our hard-earned money goes to literally right. what nothing. Yeah. So that's the story. I like the Pearl Jam thing really got me because I'm like, yeah, that's crazy. Like you have to think of it as like they are Taylor Swift like back then. Like, they don't seem as exciting right now. But if it's, like, if Taylor Swift was, like, I'm not using them and they got every single venue to turn on Taylor Swift and then she had to cancel her tour because she couldn't find any venues to play in. Like, that's pretty much what it was. Yeah. And then nothing came out of it. It's just crazy. Um, so, hopefully, Taylor Swift makes her own website, <laughs> which I don't think she is. But that would be nice. Literally, the only thing
1: I can think of that's, like, feasible that would actually make a difference and make anything better is her buying back the
0: resale. So yeah, like I think that is tickets. a good idea. Bleachers did that. Other so than that, Jack there's Nance literally does
1: Other than that, there's literally nothing that she could do at this point that would make any
0: of this better. No.
1: Other than like, like logging her little self into SeatGeek, Vivid Seats, StubHub and just buying the yeah. tickets back. Yeah. To, re- to sell again.
0: Yeah. Like she would lose money at the end of the day, but gain our trust she She wouldn't even lose that much in the grand scheme of things she probably like twenty four thousand dollars for one seat seems a lot to us but maybe not to her (laughs) no literally um yeah so it's gonna be really interesting to see what happens i hope this like cleared up everyone's confusion because this is a lot and it's really confusing but
1: but it sucks. I just
0: hate Ticketmaster, and they will burn to the ground if it's the last thing that I do. I will literally hate them so much.
1: Please don't take our tickets, though. Thanks.
0: Sorry. Yeah, don't take our tickets, but at this point, I saw this. But what? What are you going to say? <laughs> don't take our tickets, but. But no, what? Just don't but. take our tickets. I just hate supporting them. Like, I'm literally so I mean, angry. me too, but we already have them. I'm not going through this process again. <laughs> no, I no, I don't think they're not gonna take our tickets. Do you think Ticketmaster's listening to this? If they if I disappear, they took me. No, I'm just saying the amount of you know, literally. <laughs> <laughs> me being us like Ticketmaster like, will burn
1: <laughs> us in our like little group of listeners that listen <laughs> so yeah.
0: I'm like Um If any of you work for Ticketmaster, let me know. Yeah, I'll literally write a strongly worded letter. Not to you, but to your bosses. Yeah, I don't think also, we were like laughing. We were like the poor ticketmaster social media person. Oh, like, I would kill they myself. They're going through hell because they're replying be to some nightmare. people and like, oh my god, I just
1: they probably Ugh. at some point were just like don't respond to anybody and like just yeah. told them to log off because like I
0: would. I die. just like am shocked they canceled the general sale. Like I know so many people that didn't get tickets because it's your you're like picked or you just don't get a go. Or you have yeah. to be rich. I
1: mean, that's what they did with Olivia Rodrigo, too. Like, general sale was just... There wasn't yeah. a general sale. It was just
0: fan fight. Yeah. It's just crazy that they were going to have one, and then they just didn't.
1: Yep. <sighs> which is so weird, because they're only supposed to put out a certain percentage of the tickets. That's so I'm what weird. I'm did saying. They just keep, did they just yeah. keep restocking those? Like, that makes no sense.
0: Like, it was all a huge glitch, because if you're confused about, like, the different pre-sales, which a lot of people that were texting me were... They release a percentage of tickets for pre-sale. They re- release a percentage of tickets for Capital One, and then the rest of the tickets that are left over go to general sale. So they have set numbers that they release, but they just then yeah. they say it's sold out. They're like well, where well okay that so were holding
1: no the thing is so like i say that but also like they still did that like they still kept the percentage the problem was that 14 million people logged onto the website and having 14 million people log into general sale when there's only 700 thousand tickets yeah like yeah that's when it gets messy it wasn't that like they might have actually saved their percentages each time like that might yeah, have been the percentage that they had people. left Right, like that might have been their plan all along was to have that seven hundred thousand on Friday, like that might have been the actual percentage, yeah, but so many people showed up that they knew it was going to be a mess if they had fourteen million people log on for these yeah. seven hundred thousand tickets, like fourteen million people for less than a million tickets.
0: It's so insane, so now I'm yeah. like, well, maybe they'll do another verified fan and just like it's like they're that just gonna the take a little the break. break, yeah, I they're think gonna they let too. everything
1: settle down before they do anything. It'll be, be a couple weeks sure.
0: before we see something else, I think.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, I feel like this combined with our Harry Ticketmaster episode, we've like really,
0: like we really broken down everything. I hate -er. Ticketmaster.
1: We've broken down every single conspiracy about this fucking company. And I'm gonna leave you with one thing.
0: And good night, (laughs) everybody. love you bye love you guys love you way more than Ticketmaster. okay bye. i hope you hope you got tickets or hope that you will get tickets everyone i know everyone that wants to go will go there will be a will no, there know. will be a way exactly like
1: enter contests yeah do the things
0: like, like everyone that wants to be there will be there i know it'll happen for you so don't give up it's not over yet they're gonna also do a lot of
1: these shows a lot of these shows are like six to nine months away from now yeah <laughs> So the odds of these people dropping, the odds of the resellers dropping the prices are high. Like, I would just keep an eye on them, too.
0: Yeah. You got time. You can do it. Don't give up. (sighs) And with that, I'm, like, about to start crying. (laughs) I'm so tired. (laughs) Bye. Goodbye. (laughs)